Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, evening. Ni hao from uh, Beijing, China. Um, and welcome to another weekly roundup. It's the first one we've done in a little while because we've had some strange weeks uh, with the holidays. Um, we haven't had a ton of content in the newsletter because of the, the days off. So <clears throat> this was our first full week back and it was a good week. And I'll take you back to Monday. Uh, and again, this is to recap the content we wrote about in the Daily Drop newsletter in case you didn't get a chance to read all of them. So you can uh, be filled in on all the important stuff and go back and read it in more detail should you choose to do so. <clears throat> Starting back with Monday, I talked about some of the travel hacking that I'm doing this week. Like I just mentioned uh, a minute ago, I am currently in Beijing, China. So I talked about how I booked flights and hotels here using miles and points. Uh, specifically, I used United Miles to fly here from Mongolia, uh, which is just a cool example of how regardless of which kind of points currency you're earning, even if you're mostly flying domestically in the US on United, if you choose to take an international trip somewhere, you can still use those miles in really interesting ways. Like I used 8,000 United miles to fly from Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, here to Beijing on Air China. Uh, so just a really cool uh, use of miles and points. And um, the hotel I'm currently in right now, actually, is the Renaissance Hotel in Wangfujing, Beijing, which is like a really solid location. Actually, I'm looking out, I wish you all could see this, I'm looking at the Forbidden City, um, which is a, a really famous historic place in Beijing right now. And so it's an amazing location. I used Marriott Bonvoy points to book this. Five nights here only cost just over 100,000 Marriott points. Um, and because of my elite status, I get things like free breakfast, but also free dinner here at the hotel. I got a nice room upgrade. It's just a very pleasant, really comfortable, awesome experience in a perfect location in a great city. And I just love that you can use miles and points to do stuff like this and get, not that Beijing is off the beaten path, but I think right now China is still, um, most people don't think of China as uh, a place they can very easily go to with miles and points. And speaking of that, on Monday, I also talked about how to use China's current visa-free transit, where you can stay here for up to six days um, without a visa required at all as a U.S. citizen and as a citizen of 52 other countries around the world. And I think it's just an awesome travel hack. Uh, moving on, on Monday, I also talked about how you can now book Ibero Star hotels with IHG points. And let me explain what that means. Ibero Star is sort of this more luxurious resort, all-inclusive type of hotel brand. They have a lot of properties, mostly in Spain, but they have other properties dotted around Europe and around the world. Like I said, they're usually sort of um, beach properties. A lot of them are all-inclusive properties, and they've been partnered with IHG for a couple of years now, but only recently the properties became bookable with points. And so in the newsletter, I gave a couple of examples of how you could really stretch your IHG points staying at these properties, especially the all-inclusive ones where um, you're not just getting a hotel, but you're getting meals and activities and a lot more bang for your buck with the points. So I think it's just another added value to IHG's program, which is fantastic. <clears throat> Tuesday, I talked about the Chase Inc. Business Unlimited card. Um, which I've talked about before in the newsletter, but be specifically now because the welcome offer of $900 cash back, which can be turned into 90,000 Chase Ultimate Rewards points is ending uh, as of the time of recording of this podcast. It's still going on for about another week. So 
if you're interested in that, um, you should read up in the newsletter about why it's such a great deal. It's a no annual fee card, but you could easily get thousands and thousands of dollars of value from it. Um, I gave some examples of how you can do that too in the newsletter. It's a fantastic deal if you have room in your wallet and you're thinking of getting another card and you already have a card that earns Chase Ultimate Rewards. This is just an amazing opportunity. Uh, then on Tuesday, I also talked about how you can now book Aeromexico flights using Virgin Atlantic miles. So both of these airlines are part of the Sky Team Alliance, which uh, airlines like Delta and uh, Air France, KLM, uh, Korean Air, it's that sort of network. And so both airlines have been part of the alliance for a little while, but only recently uh, Aeromexico flights became bookable with Virgin Miles. And there are actually some really good deals because Aeromexico flies to a lot of U.S. cities, um, mostly to Mexico City, but also to some other smaller cities like Monterey, um, I think probably Cabo, Cancun. Um, there, there are lots of good deals where you can fly from the U.S. to Mexico, various cities, for as few as 7,000 Virgin Atlantic miles. <clears throat> it's a great deal. Aeromexico is a great airline. Uh, Aeromexico is a great airline. And so I know a lot of people like to travel to Mexico, especially this time of year when it's uh, pretty chilly up in the U.S. So it's just another fantastic way to get there. And another, much like the IHG situation, just more value added to Virgin Atlantic's program, which is always great to see. Moving on to Wednesday, uh, Tiffany took this newsletter because I was on the struggle bus here in Beijing. Still am very much on the struggle bus here in Beijing. <laughs> it's There are lots of government restrictions. Um, I had a really hard time at first just getting around, staying connected to the internet, um, all of that normal stuff, which I won't go into too much detail. With Anyways, Tiffany took over and wrote a fantastic newsletter on Wednesday. She talked about Delta's status match. And if you've been salty about Delta changes from 2023, then this might be a really nice breath of fresh air because they have a super generous status match, um, uh, which is comprised of both the status match where you get status for a limited time and then a status challenge where when you complete certain requirements in that time, you can extend your status. And in this case, you can extend that status um, through part of 2026, which is absolutely insane. Clearly, Delta <laughs> knows what they've done to their program in 2023 and are trying to make up for it in these ways. And honestly, it's a fantastic deal. Unfortunately, I'm not eligible for it because I have done a Delta status match in the last three years. There are some other stipulations. You need to meet certain requirements to even be eligible for this in the first place. We outline all of that in the newsletter. And by we, I mean, Tiffany outlined all that in the newsletter. Um, so I really recommend you read that. If you're interested in Delta, or maybe you've had Delta status previously, and these new changes to their program make it more difficult for you, this could be a really great way to, to get a couple more years out of Delta status. Uh, Tiffany also talked about a promotion in Vancouver called Stay Vancouver. This is something that happens all the time. Vancouver is my favorite city in Canada, and I say that as a Torontonian myself. So, <laughs> uh, But basically, it's the this program where when you stay at Vancouver hotels and you book through this specific site, you can get gift cards back. And so sometimes it's like $25 gift cards. Sometimes it's $100 gift cards. Sometimes you can even get like $200 back. It's a great way to get a really sizable rebate on hotel stays in Vancouver. And um, unlike booking through a portal, even though you are booking through a third-party website here, you can actually just, Tiffany 
gave an example of how you can reach out to the hotel after you do this and attach your loyalty number if you do end up booking a chain hotel. It's a really cool deal. I've written about this a couple times now in Daily Drop in the past, um, but I think it's always a great deal. Vancouver is an awesome city to visit, so I highly recommend you check that out. Thursday, we talked about a two sales. One was with Southwest, which unfortunately, by the time you're listening to this, is no longer valid, so I won't talk about it. Hyatt is also having a sale um, for a few months if you book your stay by January 29th, where you can get a 24% discount on hotel stays in Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. And that rate also includes free breakfast. If you're looking at a spring break trip to Europe, maybe, uh, this is a great way to just save a chunk of change. I looked at a number of different properties around the Middle East and Europe, and there are some really solid deals, especially in the spring when um, hotel costs and travel costs in general are pretty high. This is just a great way to save money at what I think we all can agree is probably the best uh, hotel chain. So there's that. And finally, on Friday, we talked about the survey that we sent out in Daily Drop last week. And this is sort of an annual thing that we do where we try to gauge the travel habits of our readers. And we ask things like, how often did you fly this year? How many uh, credit cards do you have? How many times did you use miles and points to book a hotel or to book a flight? How many times did you visit an airport lounge? What type of flights are you flying? Business class, economy, etc. And <clears throat> there were some really interesting results. And we have a whole page. We'll link to that in the show notes where you can read all of the survey results or the newsletter where I outline uh, some of the survey results and sort of give my take on them. But just a, a couple of things. It's surprising to me that about 50% of readers who filled out the survey didn't visit an airport lounge in the last year. And there are two things here. First of all, um, airport lounge, I, I feel like is like the easiest bang for your buck sort of travel hacking habit to get into. It's sort of what got me really interested in travel hacking, um, getting into lounges it's like a way to get business class like perks when you fly economy. And it can be so simple as simple as sometimes just opening up the right credit card. And so I'm surprised that still so many people don't visit airport lounges just because personally, I love airport lounges. I went to more than 70 of them in 2023. It's a huge part of traveling for me. I love it. So that was just kind of surprising. I'm really curious as to why more people aren't doing that. But at the same time, I looked back at last year's survey and we actually have an improvement because last year it was over 60% of people had not visited an airport lounge in the previous year. And so that also tells me that at the very least, uh, you're getting some value out of the Daily Drop newsletter. More people are are doing things like visiting airport lounges after reading. And that I think that improvement feels good, but it still is just so surprising to me. So if you're interested in just seeing how you kind of stack up with other readers who read Daily Drop and just seeing some of these travel habits and, and things like that, I recommend you check it out. It's just all visual on the website. We just have graphs that have the survey question and the results. So it's a very easy read. It's a thing you can just sort of cruise through visually in one minute or two minutes. So I highly recommend you check that out. And with that, I will bid you adieu. I have to get to the airport to fly to my next destination, which I'm sure I will talk about in Daily Drop next week. But until next time, have a great weekend. Take care, and I'll see you again soon.